This podcast is brought to you by The Pod Tower, hosted by the Watchtower database. Visit youtube.com slash thepodtower for informative, hilarious DC animation-themed podcasts and live streams every week. And check out the Watchtower database for DCAU video essays, timelines, fan theories, and more. And please, enjoy the show. Should I reenact uh, spilling my tea all over the soundboard? There's still you some. know what you should. If there's but that any, would just be three minutes of you like mumbling here's the to true yourself. Story, listeners. I said a hilarious joke, and then Brian was like, "That's not funny." And I went to hit the button, and then I pushed over my tea, and it spilled all over the fucking soundboard. And Brian, whatever Brian says actually happens is. Not true. There's, there's we have a, a full witness, Joe, here to, to tell the audience what is happening. Witness. Why there's, are we getting so much louder? Oh yeah, we are. Oh, Whoa. that's not good. No, we're good. Oh Jesus. No, I I think that something we're, is fucked up with this. I think I fucking ruined the soundboard just now. What's what's oh, going on? Oh my with god! It? Everybody whisper. It's so loud. It's very loud. <laughs> like it is just it's just like it's just turning the volume. If there's any more tea Rapidly. in the cup, perhaps you should just yeah, pour it in there and see if it will counteract. Oh my god. Ah, Jesus. Can Brian hear Joe? Brian can hear Joe. Wow. Okay, we'll get nice and close. We need to ear to ear right here. <laughs> mm. Push our ears together. <laughs> oh, you Joe pushed out. Uh <laughs> Where were we? <laughs> oh, yeah, the beginning uh, of the you episode. Were, you were busy destroying the soundboard, and we hadn't yet started the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Listener, we're having a good day. All of us are having really good days. In case the file didn't act, like corrupt it or something from the first part, I uh, spilled tea all over the soundboard, and now everything's fucked, and we're recording into a, a much older uh, Zoom recorder, and Joe's here. Hi, Joe. Hi. Those are all the bad things that have happened. <laughs> and Joe's here. <laughs> and Joe's here. Now, Joe, Joe, usually you're here for the Ra's al Ghul episodes in that you've been here for two of the three Ra's al Ghul episodes. <laughs> uh, it's but, tradition. <laughs> as, yeah, it's tradition because you've done it more than once. Uh, but this is not one of those. Uh, would you Would you like to pronounce this Ooh. for us, the name of this episode? It looks like it's like, Mike's pixelated or something. Mike's, yeah, mm, it's close. I mean, you got the pixelated. Which that's the easy part. Yep. Well, I'll just <laughs> leave it. I'll leave it alone. Uh, he'll tell you how to say it in the episode. Welcome to one of one hundred five episode one hundred five. We're all sorts of thrown off because shit fucked up because I'm a stupid fucking idiot <laughs> spilled tea all over everything. Brian, hi Brian. Hi. Yeah. So just a, a word of advice to everybody. Don't have liquids near your sensitive electronic devices. Don't have them on the desk with your computer. I'm so careful. Don't keep them near your soundboards because stuff happens, especially if you're James. I mean, only if I you're feel James. like 
if it would have been a cup from anywhere besides Dairy Queen, it could have withstood James's full, full blown. Punch I just, I just, it. I reeled back like Vegeta and just punched through the cup. <laughs> just went fuck the soundboard. Pull, pull it together, Dairy Queen. Yeah, it is their fault. They've got me all, all frizzled from uh, they. They took too long in the drive-through. Joe was waiting on me when he got to my back a, to my house. A Coke product wouldn't have done this. And now we've taken an extra forty-five minutes to try to solve this problem and fail and just do this instead great so i hope i hope this episode of the podcast sounds really good we're starting off 2024 with a bang (laughs) (laughs) and a spill uh yeah episode 105 jump on the bat wagon you know who we are we're watching mix yes pixelated that's how you say it uh i know i disagree why would james know this (laughs) uh this aired friday september 20th 1997 at 8 30 a.m on kids wb one day Fox. after last episode, Target. Uh, this oh, I have champagne, but I'm not going to get it now. I'm not going to fuck up at this. <laughs> we need more liquid for this. <laughs> but it's it aired 21 and produced 21. Yay! Hey! Press this. Press the clapping sound effect, everybody. Yay! <laughs> we'll all just have to. <sighs> <sighs> I just, I was just like, that's the first time I realized, like, oh, I can't even press the buttons. So. We're going to sing the songs again, I guess. We'll make Joe sing the songs. All right. That's the theme song to this show. You know it. I know it. Joe knows it. This is written by Paul Dini, who previously wrote 24 episodes of B-Test, as well as LASAC. What do you think LASAC stands for? Mm, yeah. I, I was not ready for that question. No, you're, <laughs> uh, you won't be ready for anything. Legends of Superman, episode. okay? Yeah. <laughs> Legends <laughs> Superman of okay. <laughs> oh, the O is not, doesn't count in of. I see. Okay itself is okay. I got it. Banana Man said it. We must do it. The main man in Holiday Nights. This is directed by Dan Reba. <laughs> Previously directed 10 episodes of BTS as well as Lasak. Uh, last son of krypton oh, parts one and three the main <laughs> what did you say i've already forgotten legends of superman, legends okay. of superman yeah. <laughs> uh the main man blasts from the past in holiday nights uh music is by harvey cohen who previously composed 22 episodes of BTS, as well as lasak part three and livewire this is his final dcau composing credit uh what? harvey cohen we'll have no more harvey cohen after this him and so Leonard moved away. There we go. We were painting. <laughs> I'm just going to make the motions to press the buttons. Just hit the I countertop. I noticed you're doing that. <laughs> it's interesting how I'm like looking uh, for them and they're not there. Yeah. Yeah. He would. I wrote down some stuff that he would go on to orchestrate after this. I'm going to try to try to uh, write that down for anyone's like final credit on things. But uh, he would go on to orchestrate or write additional music for Aladdin, the animated series, Hercules, the animated series, South Park, Bigger, Longer and Uncut, Bicentennial oh, Man, Titan AE, <laughs> Little Nicky, Recess Schools Out, The Master of Disguise, Final Destination 2 and 3, Holes, Down With Love, Team America, Scary Movie 4, oh and Mission God. Impossible 3. <laughs> What a weird combination. <laughs> These are really strange. Yeah. <laughs> high high watermarks for me on that are all the South Park things. Bigger and longer uh-huh. uncut, like won a Grammy if I remember correct. And yeah. Team America World Police as well has 
some of the funniest music I've ever <laughs> yeah. heard in my it life. It's really good. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I don't think he necessarily was the composer on all these things, but he was part of like the music department in some way on all of oh, them. So, but well, he, maybe I hate him now. Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that. Harvey Cohen, everybody. <sighs> I mean, we also forgot Robin Williams' best film, Bicentennial Man. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and animation is by Coco slash Dong Yang, who previously animated 42 episodes of BTS, as well as Lasak, Feeding Time, Stolen Memories, Tools of the Trade, Blast from the Past, Livewire, Identity Crisis, and Target, which is the last episode we watched. We didn't like it. And Joe wasn't here to feel bad when we watched Target. Joe, you're. I'm glad you didn't see it. Thanks. <laughs> Spare you. Yeah. But you know who bought us our tea that we knocked onto the uh, soundboard? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is, we got to beat him up after this. Yeah. Let's see. Who who was it? Who do we have to blame for ruining the soundboard here? Uh, oh, it's, it's this just in. And then an airplane emoji is the name of this person. Uh, first of all. <laughs> I say the thing. Head over to the link in the description to send us a yappy beverage and support the show. We'll give you a shout out in an upcoming episode. We'll also do a push up for every dollar. Joe's here for that. So send us a coffee for our health and your entertainment. Today's yappy bev comes to us from this just in airplane emoji who says, I'm practically Australian, actually Alabamian, because of how much I listen to the Weekly Planet. Stay yappin'. Also, I've got my plane ticket booked for Big Bus March. Yeah, bananan. So we'll see just this just in airplane emoji in March, I guess. What's this Big Bus March? Big Bus March, uh, March well, 9th. Well, Joe, you're going to be there. Oh. You're going to have to come to that. March 9th, we're doing a live podcast in Big Bus. Oh. Eugene. <laughs> 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 For you and the listeners' sake. Uh, and yeah, people are coming and watching us be stupid idiots and spill tea all over the sound. I guess I got to fix it before March, huh? Um, sure do. <laughs> <laughs> either fix it or buy the new one I've been wanting anyway. But yeah, let's oh. say this, so that's three yappy bevs. That's 15 push-ups. We got, oh, I don't have to take all my... Right. Headphones off this time. Come on, Joe. <laughs> Joe, we gotta do 15 push ups. That's, that's push ups. Yeah. <laughs> two, three, four, one, five, yeah, count two, six, three, three eight, eight, four, nine, five, ten, six, eleven, seven, twelve, eighteen, fifteen, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Oh. <laughs> I benefit nothing from these beverages, but I did the push-ups. <laughs> uh, let me take a sip from what's left of my tea here. This tastes like oh, soundboard. <laughs> this tastes like... <laughs> this tastes like how Hey Arnold sounds. We're going to have to... If somebody buys us a Yoppy Bev like for the recording on the 9th, like uh -huh. we're going to have to do live push-ups for people. Oh, yeah, for sure. Buy all the beverages. And then to prove <laughs> yes. that we actually do. Yeah, if everyone could just buy them right now. Yeah. Someone someone timed theirs with March 9th weekend <laughs> to be like 25 yappy bibs or something. Oh, okay. God. We're going to go watch Mixy S Pixelated now with Brian and Joe. Okay. Okay. Who are you? Like Mummy said. I'm a superior being from the fifth dimension. What do you want with me? Laughs! You see, for centuries now, I've been pitting my interdimensional magic against schmoes who thought they could go 15 rounds with the old master. Well, 
You know the stories about genies, imps, and leprechauns? You? Guilty? After a while, I became bored with your basic rank-and-file human dults, but then you showed up. Superman! You, my friend, are the ultimate challenge! We're gonna have many merry games, you and I! A game has rules. Your stunts are just random idiocy. Okay, I'll give you a rule. You make me say, spell, or otherwise reveal my name backwards, and I'll split until our dimensions come into alignment again in about, oh, three months. Say, give or take. I can't even say your name forward. How am I supposed to say it backward? No, don't! You don't have to say it backward. You have to get me to say it. Say what? Kill Tipsy Zim! Gosh, you're thick! Now, for the last time! Ah, nuts. Clark? Dear? Did something just happen? No. What's for dinner? I'm here, too. You're here three, really, because there's three of us. There could be someone else here, too. You never know. That's true. There's not, Could be though. someone from... <laughs> Another dimension? Oh! oh. <laughs> Bam. And then Batman, <laughs> Batman just pops off a of Jamie's shirt and walks across the desk and kicks over a cup of tea onto his computer. Yeah, that's what he did at the start. Let's blame Batman. <laughs> not, not me. It wasn't me. Now, traditionally, we have the guests tell us what happened in the episode. Good luck, Joe. Yeah, he gets to tell us. And we'll, uh, Brian, can you sing this in Yap song real quick? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Joe, can you see this in the episode? Nope. All right. What happened in this episode? I can't possibly do it. So. Okay. Uh, basically. Sinyap, if you're wondering what you just watched. Sinyap, sinyap, what you just watched. Sinyap, sinyap. Take, take a listen, listen to, to the synopsis. Short and summary, which is kind of long. Kind of long. Ding. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now that uh, uh, that's over with. Um. <laughs> I'm trying to think about how to make this like detailed and like cover important plot points, but there aren't any. Yeah, you don't really need to. A, a small man from the fifth dimension showed up. Uh-huh. He kept on trying to trick Superman. <laughs> Superman was ahead of him at every single point, uh, basically by getting him to say his name backwards, even though he couldn't say it forwards. And I still can't. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of like what I should call him because I don't can't say his name. Mixing. Uh, when. Yeah. When Mick, okay, Mixie, that works. When Mixie would keep on going back to his own dimension, his uh, girlfriend, I guess, would keep on trying to like, hey, why don't you come spend time with me instead of, you know, trying to go after Superman? And he didn't care. Um, he just kept on going after Superman <laughs> I and failing. these booty shorts just yeah. for you. <laughs> look, look at me. I'm completely naked. But, she, you know, he didn't care. No. Um, and it didn't matter because... You just kept coming back and losing to Superman without any fighting whatsoever. Uh-huh. Superman had to use none of his powers except for except for flying, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Superman had to use none of his powers. Yeah, none of his like super strength or anything. Yeah, and then the episode ended. <laughs> it sure did. I guess it was. It, 
uneventful really <laughs> let me tell you the official synopsis we can get into it. the man of steel is challenged to a battle of wits by mix yes a playful yet pixelating imp from the fifth dimension you'll notice that the word pixelating is underlined in red because that's not a word because it's the way yeah, it's spelled also there wasn't a single pixelation effect or anything in no, this entire I, episode so i thought about this and i should have looked this up but like i've always wondered why it's because if you were going to type like pixelated like a thing made of pixels it would yeah. be p p i x e l but this is p i x i l which makes me wonder if it has something to do with pixies and not that makes more pixels. sense actually because he talked oh, about yeah. how like uh nymphs and stuff yeah. like that is You've all heard him. of genies, genies. In this thing, yeah in this thing yeah i would say they had an opportunity to like I know. pixelate Tie-in. right at the end <laughs> Especially, oh, I was when, I was gonna say a tie-in to Aladdin. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, that too. But like, when his body's like disintegrating yeah. piece by piece, they could have definitely pixelated some of that, and it would have been like, oh, I saw that. It's the episode title. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, that's the first time I've ever thought hard enough to <laughs> decide that that's probably what it means. But uh, yeah, I don't know. This is t- so. I like this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell that the two of you were pretty like. What the fuck am I watching like the whole time? It was but, funny the first two times he got defeated. Yeah. And then after that, I was like, oh, okay. This is yep. going to happen again. Yeah, Did you see the plane version coming a mile away or was it a surprise that that's what he was doing? I That was a surprise to me. Okay. I, Brian. Should I have seen it? No, I don't know. I just now, since I know what it is or what he's doing, why he's flying him around like that is like. I, does that come across as like, oh, of course that's what he's doing, and it's oh, get on with it, get on with it. I didn't, I didn't think it was skywriting exactly. I didn't think he was writing his name backwards twice, but I figured that it was some kind of like, oh, this, this is the trick. The he's trick, yeah. gonna tie his smoke up into a knot, or like, I don't know. <laughs> I thought he was gonna like fly past a billboard that had his name Set on it or something it. like that. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Read this real quick for me for no reason. <laughs> Instead, they flew past a drink soda billboard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is almost the Swedish and Norwegian word for South. It's just missing an umlaut. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's like the fourth or fifth time now we've seen the soda advertisement, I think, in the show. <laughs> I like they were it. flying around for a long time. Yeah. Like... With not much yeah. happening, I think like to to go back to your your little mention there, Jamie. Like, it's not that I didn't like it; mm-hmm. it just doesn't. It's not like I, I'm really. If it's a Superman episode, I don't like it. If it's <laughs> <laughs> if it's an Animaniacs episode, then it's oh, totally fine. You mean like I thought you just meant in general. Hey, if this is a Superman episode, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> you mean this kind of thing in a Superman episode is what it's you're just saying. like yeah. I know that you were saying, you know, and we had a conversation early on in the Supermaning about how like I don't know if it was on the podcast or not, but how it's kind of like, oh, they're just like you know, Superman's like all powerful and everything, so they have to like dream up weird ways to make weird things happen to have like new battles yeah. for him to fight. Like I, I get it, and this is one of those. Oh, he's from the fifth dimension. Sure, we're just gonna we're just gonna make that a, a thing. And fifth dimension, he great. This dude does whatever, whatever powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, it is like like Joe was saying. He 
it's the it, it, what is it five times that he's just like oh just say got to say my name oh he tricked me well he's not gonna get me to say my name this time oh he tricked me well he's not gonna get me to say my name this time oh he tricked me <laughs> you've got an opportunity to have such a like infinitely powerful person right. and all we're doing is trying to get him to say his name backwards like yeah. this is this is someone who saw an episode of Star Trek with Q but didn't know how to write. <laughs> so so uh, mild spoilers for the listener, I guess, but we're working on a video about Mixia Spitlick. And so I've been reading a bunch of his like old comics and stuff. And he like the very first, I mean, it's in Tribs I have later, but like the very first time he appeared in like the 50s or whatever is it's the whole McGurk thing from the start of the episode where he's just running around <laughs> looking for McGurk and, and all this stuff and, and being in the middle of the street and whatever. And, and that's how Superman discovers him. So like he's been around for forever. And I, I, I honestly wonder if Q is a riff on, on this guy because of how long he's been around or a character like that or whatever, like great gazoo type of <laughs> guy or whatever. Uh, I could definitely see them being like related yeah. in a way. Like they, Instantly, I thought like, oh, this guy's like Q. Like, <laughs> yeah, but you make a good point about the infinite power thing is like he can like in some of the comics, he's just like destroying universes and, and just for fun or whatever, just like snapping his fingers and turning pe- like blowing people up and all this stuff. And in this, he's just like, hey, let me turn the guy into chickens and uh, do it. What is this is a funny thing. And, and Superman's like, ah, like, oh, you little guy, goodbye. <laughs> Just constantly. The, the beginning of the episode was like entertaining. And I was like, kind of enthralled. I'm like, okay, Superman goes to like stop a car and it turns to bubbles. And there's a bubble guy talking to him. And then they're in an art exhibit. And suddenly like Superman's punching the head off the thinker. And it's like, yeah. like oh, this is like, okay, this is going to be interesting. And then they're just like, all right, we set it up. <laughs> let's do the same thing eight more times <laughs> yeah they're never gonna it see it coming of that. Yeah. i think the thinker thing was just because like they were trying to let you know that like the thinker said that the little man was his pal and superman does not believe in little people having pals <laughs> <laughs> what a guy yeah. <laughs> kind of a douche really but <laughs> he's not very yeah it's also funny when he to... like th- mm-hmm. I, i'm pretty sure that this is the first actual full episode of Superman. Superman that I've seen yeah. ever. And it's <laughs> welcome. Pretty it's funny. not all like this. <laughs> how like, hmm, something's going on. No one's looking. I better sneak away now. Just like in a crowd, like <laughs> that is if someone drops Skittles, I'm gonna yeah, walk no, away. He does do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty it's it's a thing. There Yeah. Well, so I mean, Brian, you meant you're talking about like the goofiness, the freakazoidness of this episode is oh, like it's, we, it's, we said it was yeah. like Looney Tunes. It was just an all time high of that kind of thing. Cause we've had a couple Batman episodes. I think they were probably written by Paul Dini also that are similar, like goofy Harley Quinn kind of stuff, ha- like runs this direction sometimes. Uh, or just, I don't know, various villains that like uh, condiment King, <laughs> that kind of thing. We're like, what the fuck is this? They kind of over uh, the top in a way. It's just, yeah, it's very unexpected, but it's like, that's, that's Mixie's shtick or whatever is. He's just this fucking weird Looney Tunes man that <laughs> comes in and to fuck with Superman. It's a very fifties, sixties comic book thing compared to some of the more like, I hesitate to say realistic, but <laughs> more like, I don't know, <laughs> threatening things that have been happening in the show so far. Like compare this to well, like the Promethean or whatever. There's a big alien I mean, rock like, man falling from the sky versus Bro could have yeah. been 
super threatening yeah and still been comic booky like you said if he's if he's has the ability to destroy do anything at the snap of a finger like you know he turned superman's parents into a painting mm-hmm. and like an american gothic ripoff but like he didn't use any of it you know we get like a montage we get like a three minute montage of the dude building a like death suit that he's going to destroy superman <laughs> with and then he lasts for three seconds and then he's back he's like cursed back yeah, to his I mean, dimension for another three joke, months <laughs> I know, instead of using I know. all this power instead i'm just gonna lose at a game of wits well yeah i guess i get what you're saying because yeah like that i was thinking the whole time for some reason i remembered there being some sort of like oh this is like interdimensional law or something is if you get him to say the thing and he goes back and then he can't be back for 90 days instead it's just he just makes up that rule off the top of his head like i'm gonna fuck with you well uh but that's not fair okay well here's here's the thing if you can do get me to say my name backwards i'll go away and then he does and then he just abides by that rule immediately what what bad guy follows the rules (laughs) yeah what what causes i guess maybe that's part of the guy that's part of the magic or whatever is that he like has to follow whatever rule he made up but they don't really specify that it doesn't it's never bothered me it doesn't bother me still but it's something that i was thinking of of just like yeah why does he (laughs) what what is causing him to be like sucked up inside himself and turn into a balloon or whatever at the end of the episode other than just him doing that to himself is there some sort of like (laughs) chemtrail bush did 9-11 theory that this episode originally when it was written was like really good but Gilbert Godfrey kept on saying fuck or something like that all the time and they just had to dumb it down to this like was this originally like an aristocrats episode or? I highly doubt it but I like that they had to cut out so much of it oh what do we do the same thing I mean, Jamie well, I, I don't yeah. want to I really don't want to make you feel bad and I hope you, you do like yeah I hope you love this episode and I hope you do <laughs> feel bad it's, it's the it's the most unique like oddball yeah. episode i've seen of batman or superman yeah it's hard for me to regard it as a superman episode yeah because it's just so like not like well, it's just, <laughs> we just follow this dude and we watch him destruct himself through the whole episode and then it's over joe what do you expect a normal superman episode like a type of villain he would fight would i be? i would expect that it's someone that has a chance at beating superman ultimately or makes it at least seem like or has some sort of special power or machine or something that makes things remotely tasking for superman yeah and this did not so uh, like it wasn't even a good game of wits that's the thing (laughs) the the problem i have is like nothing either of you are saying is like i I disagree with like uh, you're making good points like yeah it's all true i think my favorite part about this episode is we've complained so far a couple times in superman that like superman himself has been sort of boring like he's not really like an interesting character yet to me like from these episodes we've seen so far he's just there to be the guy that saves the day or whatever and even even like some of the stuff that he some of the choices he makes are really stupid and we've been like why would he do that and then my argument before was like oh well while batman like went around the world and trained with all these like ninjas and instructors of various kinds 
Superman just like showed up and said, I can shoot lasers from my eyes and is, is figuring this shit out as he goes. So that's why I, I like shave this... my face with lasers from my eyes. <laughs> yeah, I can reflecting off the face. mirror. So like in reverse, really. <laughs> yeah, he's he's using a lot that, of geometry there. To full shave his full disclosure is like Superman is my least favorite superhero <laughs> because he's so he's too OP, really. Uh-huh. Like who who can beat Superman? Like, unless you have kryptonite, right? That's like the one weakness. Well, see, this is, yeah, this is like, kind of what I'm what getting else, at. What can you do? Yeah. So what I'm getting at is like this episode, I think, is the first time we're seeing Superman like use his brain. Like he is actively outsmarting sort of this really, really like hyperactive guy. So, but you have to, you have to admit that compared to previous episodes, Brian, like there, there's been Superman trying to solve some sort of problem. And he's just like, I don't know, punch it. And in this one, he's like, he already has it figured out before he shows up every time, like how he's going to beat him. And then he does he has three months to think about it. Well, yeah. Like, <laughs> and and, and all, he, all he ever comes up with is like, I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> that's, that's exactly it. Jamie, you're like, yeah, he's using his intellect. He's so smart. This is no, 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 no. I'm not saying he's recess. so smart. I'm just saying he's smarter than he has been. <laughs> this is third grade intellect. This is him. Like, like, I don't Hi, know. Brother. What do you, what do you, what, I don't even know what your name is. How could I get, you to say what does it even sound like backwards oh it sounds yeah. like this oh shoot you tricked me again for the <laughs> yeah, you, you can't, you can't get me to do minutes. it again your mom says your name backwards yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well but you I don't oh, know. But read this word in the paper <laughs> The first time, couple times that it happened, you guys were like honestly laughing at it. Though you were, yeah, you were but enjoying like it, I was yeah. hoping that he would just get frustrated and then come back and actually like you know try. <laughs> but yeah. it was just like, oh no, we're just gonna do this. Huh? This is the whole episode. Oh, three three minutes of flying around the city. Oh, but he's turned himself this time into a atom bomb with kryptonite. Okay, all right, I like it. I like where this is going. There's a chance. Oh, but it didn't matter. It was a little weird that he like lightly tapped Superman with his kryptonite face and then Superman hit the Daily Planet ball, which poor Daily Planet globe thing. It just can't catch a break. It just has to get burnt up or exploded every episode. But Dylan, uh, Dylan had a, that point about like this need to get rid of it. It's a liability. Obviously, yeah, yeah. it's still being a liability. It's just, I expected it to like tip over and fall off or something. Right. He just made a little crunch or whatever. But when he when he hits that, he's like, owie, like that kind of hurt and stands up immediately and makes you be like, I win. I beat you. It was like, what do you, you did nothing. Yeah. <laughs> he's right. Yeah. He's there. He's standing up. He's well, fine. And that's the other thing is like, we've seen Superman like in these situations where like, sorry for your ears, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> what if the daily planet ball did go rolling off and then like, yeah, it was falling and Superman had to like react to that. And he saw like, oh, you don't like it when people have a chance of getting hurt. Like play into that. If Superman, if he sees that Superman's more powerful than him, then like show Superman where he's weak and then like roll with that instead of the same thing every time. (laughs) Yeah, I guess, I guess I can agree that it should have ramped up at the end more than it did. Like I think from the moment we have the final like calendar circling the M like, Oh, he's coming back all the way through the end of the episode is a little lackluster. Like he could have been more, evil or whatever there's not you don't get the sense that like mixia spit lick is is like bless you gonna destroy, <laughs> could destroy the, yes thank you could destroy the world or whatever but it, but like like i said reading all these like early comics lately 
there's the one where he and do you remember the um the second Mr. Freeze episode? They go to see Carl Rossum and he's got all these little robots and one of them is a little flying Batman. They're like, I just want to help. I'm here to blow. Yeah. Like he's just this weird yeah. goofy That's Batmite is the name of that character. Like that's that's just a little robot toy version or whatever. But Batmite is like Batman's version of Mixie, where he's just this weird little imp that comes and fucks around with him. But in his since he is like a super fan of Batman that has like a Batman collection in his dimension. Like he's, he's wanting to help (laughs) Batman, but instead just ends up getting in the way and stuff. That's, we won't see him at all in the DCAU, but the comic I was reading with Mixie and Batmite are, are having like a fight over like, who's the better little fucker (laughs) and they're going around (laughs) and they just keep hopping between like this universe and this universe and and they just blow them up every single time. And as I'm reading it, I'm like furiously taking notes on like, okay, so that was, was that the canonical end of this universe? Like what the fuck? And then you get to the end of the story. Oh, they're, they ran out of universes. Like everything's gone. And they're just in this like white Squidward alone void. (laughs) And and they're about to like punch each other. And then they just start laughing and like, Oh, same time next Tuesday. And everything goes back to normal as if they just do that (laughs) shit all the time. And so, and this is like watching Mixie Espit, like just like flying around me, knowing that like he could just do like anything he wanted. He could destroy all of reality. And he's just, he's just picking on Superman. He's just showing up in his bathroom mirror to be a little jackass but not even doing a good job (laughs) yeah that's that's the thing is like if you're gonna do it at least be annoying like all (laughs) you're doing is turning people into animals and stuff and none of them got turned into iago which is a little bit of a letdown Um, (laughs) yeah does he come back in a later episode yes Oh, well, okay. I guess he gets a chance to redeem himself, although the bar is set pretty freaking Joe low. Joe can come back for that one, too. <laughs> I, I feel like when, when you have something this powerful, you have to be so good at writing. Mm-hmm. And like Gravity Falls basically has this with Bill Cipher, right? Which mm-hmm. have you guys seen Gravity Falls? No, I know what you're talking about. I, I, I know the character and the show, but I haven't watched it. <laughs> okay. Well, there's a character that has like the same level of control and it's like, he's like, he becomes like a terrifying entity, yeah. something like really to be feared. And like, I guess we got another one of those. Like, are we, ca- oh God, is every single supervillain going to be defeated? Like <laughs> gets defeated right before the screen goes black has the, Oh wait a minute! I know how to defeat Superman for real, and then it, and then it cuts. Like, is that going to be every single villain? Because that's has that happened, happened multiple times. Oh, I guess yes. it has happened multiple times now. Yeah, every single parasite live wire. You have someone from another dimension <laughs> oh, that has like walking on the ground on the, under the water. Yeah, you got someone from another dimension that has ultimate power. This should be like the ultimate foe, really. Yeah. So, <laughs> and more spoilers for the video I'm working on, but the. In the comic books, uh, like four or five years ago, Paul Dini wrote a Mr. Mix Yes, but like Superman story that essentially confirms that no matter which comic or movie or TV show or animated series or whatever, it's always the same guy. Like because he's from a different dimension, it doesn't matter where he's popping in and fucking with Superman. Like it's always the same Mr. Mix Yes, but like he just he'll just look different depending on the art style of that universe or whatever. And so in this episode... I'm trying to like watch it and think like, is this the first time he's ever encountering Superman? Because that's what I've always assumed. Not, you know, this episode being written 25 years ish before that comic came out. But when you think of it from that perspective, it's like, there's a lot of uh, stuff in the beginning where he's just like pop. He's just there. He's like, Oh, 
Superman is a guy and I like to fuck with him even and you assume he's just talking about this Superman but he could be talking about like any Superman so I wonder if the if this is the first time he is encountering any Superman then I'm get I, I'll give him slight leeway for like I don't know what he can and can't do or I don't I he hasn't tested how powerful he can he can be with Superman or whatever and then late maybe later he's like fuck it I'll I, I'll just snap my fingers and break his legs off <laughs> before he can say my name or, or make me say my name but what what you had a, a he, thought on that <laughs> he must have he must have a decent amount of working knowledge if he's like ah warhead with kryptonite what about that bitch yeah I guess that's true yeah yeah all right well that thanks that's helpful for the video <laughs> you're welcome hey do i get writing credit on the video now uh what would you gonna say joe uh, <laughs> is is paul dini still alive yeah can we ask him hey what was that <laughs> well okay let's let's go to the cast because i want to get to trivs i want to get to trivs for these reasons I'm just going to ignore any... Maybe he had the mix, flu of the week that he wrote this Mixed yes, pixelated slander from now on. Uh, we have Tim Daly as Superman slash Clark Kent. Dana Delaney as Lois Lane. Uh, Gilbert Gottfried is Mr. Mixed yes, Billick. Iago and Aladdin Ooh. and various other Aladdin and Disney projects since. Uh, he played a character named Nick Knack <laughs> in two episodes of the Superboy 1990 TV show, which I've never seen. Uh, and he was also Art Bones McSalvo in Duckman, Private Dick. Oh, my God. <laughs> we haven't had one of those for a while, so I wanted to make sure I included it. Uh, more returning, David Kaufman as Jimmy Olsen, Shelley Fabares, Fabares, whatever, as Martha Kent, Mike Farrell as Jonathan Kent, uh, Sandra Bernhard as Gispitlessness, <laughs> his, his <laughs> wife or girlfriend or whatever. This is so when I was a kid and I had the big binder full of biographies and shit for, of these characters, I pronounce it just piddlesons <laughs> because how do you know how do you know you just look at it and you're like what but then in this episode he says like guess pitlessness and it almost sounds like that backwards app where you would say things oh, yeah in reverse and then play the, yeah. um we should probably try that later. <laughs> yeah we should see, see if, if this kill, means something tipsies him is mixing us but yeah uh this is her only dcau acting credit she played a character named nancy bartlett on roseanne which was in many episodes, so I assume it's like a main character of some kind, but I don't know Roseanne. Uh, she was Cassandra on Hercules the Animated Series. How much of that have you watched, Joe? Uh, I've watched a fair amount of it, but That's it, I mean, like, like when the it came main out. sidekick girl with the dark purpley okay. hair. Uh, and she was Warden on Duckman Private Dick. <laughs> I wonder if we're going to find out, like, if we plug that into the app and it's like all these things backwards or just. Uh. The, the writer asking for help <laughs> they've got a gun to my head yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh tress mcneil as curator the woman being like hey look it's rodan's oh. thinker uh she was previously woman in time out of joint falling down the stairs and all the time was stopped uh miss stevenson in lasak tour guide in a little piece of home and little boy in holiday nights sitting on santa's lap <laughs> i want a pony and a this thing and a monster oh, yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah 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 uh and we have frank welker as evil creatures which i think was his uh parents as 
big weird monster alien things. Frank Welker was previously Isis, Catwoman's cat. Uh, werewolf effects in Moon of the Wolf, Thug in the Demon's Quest, which Joe was here for. That was the guy that he's, no, please, I am a white man doing an accent. Uh, <laughs> he was Serpent in the Main Man and Creature in the Promethean. That's the real so reason I'm here is because of that connection. <laughs> yes, that's why. Yeah, uh, He's also Freddy in Scooby-Doo stuff. So. Okay, Tribs. In the animal scene in the Daily Planet, it changes from day to night to day again between three shots. Didn't notice. <laughs> I didn't notice that. When either. Superman tricks <laughs> tricks Mix Yesbiller for the third time with the proofreading, the third word in the first line spells citrimes, while its true spelling should be crimes. Effectively, C and there's IT in the middle that's wrong. Rhymes. However, Mix Yesbiller apparently does not bother to correct this mistake all too thoroughly, for if he did, the resultant spelling of his name would have proven invalid to send him home because his name does not contain the letter I from the it that Superman inserted into the word. Oh, so he's not even good at proofreading. <laughs> yeah. God. This guy sucks. <laughs> for reference, when boarding and animating the Thinker statue, because of lack of internet research capabilities at the time, director Dan Reba traveled to Pasadena, California to take a photo of a cast of the statue that is on display at the Norton Simon Museum. He shared that with us. Yeah, in uh, our first interview with him, he was just pulled up a Polaroid of, oh, I drove to Pasadena and took a picture of this so we could use it. (laughs) I also, I like in that scene when you find when you oh there you are McGurk and it's the thinker and when it cuts back to that he's just suddenly an animated character <laughs> like he's not a painting like he was before uh-huh. <laughs> so oh, I wonder if he's gonna move man that was that was really that was really good that was a really good yeah. joke thinker was also voiced by Frank Welker uh, often who was the voice of McSyess Pillick in Super Friends so that was kind of fun Oh, uh, Superman is seen shaving with his heat vision. This comes from the post-crisis comics idea written by John Byrne based on the fact that Superman's skin, hair and all, is too strong for conventional blades to work. Wait, does that mean he lasers his hair too? I was just thinking that. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but his laser isn't strong enough for his skin? I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Maybe he was using like a low... He would have had to be using he, like a low-level version. Or can he's he not, change it? So he's not melting the glass of the yeah, mirror. Yeah. These are these are the questions <laughs> James has yet to answer. Okay, that's right. <laughs> like, that's right. Cha- that's a whole that's a whole thing with lasers. Is like, can you can you reflect it? We got to remember that for Superman's powers. If he ever has an <laughs> yeah. episode where he uses his laser vision to break glass, you should be questioning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, supposedly, the writers originally wanted Mister Mixiaspilik to first appear in the bathroom mirror and get sliced by Clark's razor, explaining why his head fell out of the mirror. But this was. Re- Rejected as being too grisly for young viewers. Instead, he just takes his head off and throws it out the mirror for some reason. There's only (laughs) one bear in this episode. I don't even think it's a grisly. (laughs) Was it in the Daily Planet? Yeah. I didn't know. All right. I like the walrus just flopping out of the doorway. That was was good. good. That was good. (laughs) The newspaper (laughs) strips. Uh, The Mr. Mixies, but like one is said to be written by Siegel and Schuster. These are the names of the creators of Superman. Uh, All the other strips are homages as well. Dini the Meanie, named after and starring Paul Dini, is based on Dennis the Menace and Calvin and Hobbes. Uh, It was by Bill We Miss You, (laughs) which is a reference to (laughs) Bill Watterson, creator of Calvin and Hobbes, who retired in 95, hence the We Miss You. Which is kind of cool. Uh, It all went by so fast, you can't even read any of that. But uh, Glean is based on Peanuts, starring Shane Glines and Glenn Murakami, who are both like character designers for the show. 
uh, Dan Danger is based on Dick Tracy starring Dan Reba <laughs> and Zub Street, which imitates Mel Lazarus's mama and is allegedly a piece of critique by Bruce Tim on the then current drawing style of comics, <laughs> which oh. I think is just that it's sloppy and bad or something because I looked it up and I'm, I don't think I've read mama or seen that before. Mel Lazarus of the Lazarus, <laughs> Lazarus Pit. Pit. Yeah, <laughs> I was just thinking I, we just bring in Joe for the episodes featuring characters who's how do you say their name? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> what was it you sent me last night? It was like a Snapchat of like a spice called like Roz L something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, is this a Batman villain? Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what it was even. I never heard of it before. <laughs> uh, when Clark tries to read Mixiespitlick's name out loud, he mispronounces it as Mixelplick. Before Mixiespitlick corrects him, Clark's pronunciation is a reference to how it was pronounced in error on Super Friends. Oh, which. I think was the first time it was ever said out loud. So it's like, is that an error or is it just it's an interpretation this show saying it differently? Yeah. <laughs> when Mr. McSpitlick is explaining to Clark how his name's pronounced, he produces a record with the word yes on the cover in a similar style to that of British prog rock band. Yes. Oh, Joe. That's why Joe's here. That's why I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> and they just started playing roundabout. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what this episode was. Uh, the episode takes place over a period of one year and two days. The longest, second longest time period any episode of the series behind Lasak Part 2. <laughs> in our interview with Dan Reba in 2021, he speculated that the intention would be that the entire episode is essentially a flashback up until the final segment in present day. You can't have something that takes place in the future. I mean, that's just silly. <laughs> that's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> but, but fifth dimension. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> I, I do like how... Uh, in the end where he's just like he's got his like superman shrine and that's kind of another like what has that always been there <laughs> like has he met superman before or did he just make that in the time remaining who knows well you talked about batmite's uh collection yeah. of batman stuff <laughs> batman i'm like stuff, well yeah. has got it too <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> the episode marks the first appearance of streaky that's the cat uh, in the kent home uh, oh. who in the golden age comics became streaky the super cat however in this show he never gains powers but makes yes but like uses his his powers to make streaky fly around the kitchen which that's the reference that he's doing okay uh he turns jimmy olsen into a turtle which is a reference to his alter ego from the comics turtle boy grasping his straws for this episode it's like a 60s uh thing where jimmy olsen would just always be some weird monster or creature or something every comic lois being transformed into a horse is a reference to an issue of superman's girlfriend lois lane in which she was transformed into a centaur and then to then into a full horse by an evil wizard (laughs) near the end after everything goes back to normal lois picks up the carrot takes a bite out of it nearly the same pose as bugs bunny always did in the looney tunes cartoon tunes i think that's a stretch she's just eating a carrot but yeah who knows it's hard not to i mean i guess if you're like holding it in that kind of like, yeah bugs bunny way it's yeah she sort of was there was a lot, lot of looney tunes feel to this episode yeah. and that yeah. was definitely not one not part one of it of <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is a very like marvin the martian kind of like yeah, yeah episode well especially that laser that comes out shoots his head off and it's just this like burnt matchstick where his head was and this is like that's exactly something that would happen in Looney Tunes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh last couple the music that plays during the montage of building his robot is a parody of powerhouse the instrumental composed by raymond scott and pop- popularly known as the assembly line that's the like thing and several classic looney tune shorts i liked the music overall in this i think 
Yeah, it was, oh, it was, it was kind of wacky and <laughs> Looney Tunesy. It was very Looney Tunesy. Yeah. And when Gispitlessness, just Pitlessness, whatever the fuck, tries posing for Mixie in different outfits, one of her poses is a reference to famous model Betty Grable and her iconic over-the-shoulder pose that became a popular pinup during World yeah. War II. Another pose is the character of Carmen Miranda with the fruit on her head. I mean, multiple... Yeah. Uh, not the only World War II reference that happened in that. Uh, as, <laughs> the comic or what do you say? As bonsai! He, as he screamed yeah. Bonsai flying a plane towards Superman. And you just went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, can we do that? Yeah. Uh, last is per the commentary on the DVD. This is writer Paul Dini's favorite episode uh, of Superman the Animated Series. Yep. There's one. I mean, he wrote it. <laughs> there, is a, there is a trivia in here that was missed, I think. Um, oh. One of the office worker people was turned into a pelican and there was one time that gilbert gottfried <laughs> saw a pelican <laughs> yeah i think we were doing that during the avatar trips also where you're like oh the dirt is a reference to the dirt in this other movie <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah was, i i was surprised at how many trips there were for this episode and then reading them out loud i'm just like oh some of these are just kind of, kind of a yeah, like grasping at straws yeah but let's do the thing we all things we always do okay Okay. Keen effects in this episode. Uh, honestly, the 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 laser angles shaving that that was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, the bubble man version of himself at the start was good. Uh, mm -hmm. Although I was thinking about that prior to this watching this episode, it was like, do do we count the things that he does when he just snaps his fingers as as like keen? Because all that happens is this like hand-drawn little sparkle explosion looking thing it's not like it was oh and that was made by reflecting tinfoil into a camera backwards like there's nothing keen about it it's just yeah a little thing <laughs> so i don't know there wasn't a lot to me unfortunately in the mix yes but like episode um whatever his you know giselle whatever girlfriend Yizella. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I know she had it every, every time she snapped for her oh, changing yeah. outfits, it said snap. Yeah. Which, like for I, I, one of them, I'm pretty sure it said simp, but like I'm not sure if it did. <laughs> I doubt it, but yeah. That'd be good. From an animation standpoint, uh, I pointed out uh, the lady who is presenting the thinker. Like, does she just work out a lot or her knees just the smallest part of her legs? <laughs> I thought you said that about <laughs> Lois. <laughs> it might have been both. I oh. don't know. But yeah. Yeah. Her, I don't know. Bruce Tim character designs. Okay. I guess. <laughs> pointy yeah, knees. Feet tend Girls to get really knees. small. Yeah. <laughs> we had, you know, Bizarro, the like mm -hmm. anti-Superman. See, Joe knows Bizarro. Uh, I mean, uh, I wouldn't <laughs> you know say thoroughly. Bizarro, yeah. yeah. The last, he was in, it in there a couple episodes ago and he just had like super tiny, like turned in Ian feet. <laughs> as <he's going>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Pigeon toe. Uh, yeah. The, the snap, the like change of outfits uh, that Yazella did uh, on that website from that I would print out into the binder. It usually had like, oh, on the Batman page is a, a, you know, model sheet image of Batman like standing there. And then when you would mouse over, it was this cool 90s thing. You put your mouse over, the image changes to a different image. It'd be Bruce Wayne. Like, whoa, you can just change it to Bruce Wayne. And so on the Gispitlessness <laughs> page, it was just an animated GIF that would just like swap 
to the different like designs of her from that shot which i always thought was cool but i hated it for the sake of printing out the page because it would just be whatever whenever you hit print whatever one it was on <laughs> is what it would choose so i was just like trying to get the hottest one you know no i don't you just, remember you, you remember print what it them all out, out you make a flip book out of it <laughs> yeah, one just, page. just it folds out into different you know, pages, like all the like superman pages. action figures also that are like <laughs> on my wall all the memorabilia and stuff <laughs> that he has in his own home oh yeah like Maybe she just wants Superman to come and like cuck him. <laughs> yeah, or maybe she like that. put those there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I now we're just gonna start calling her Jizz Pit, but <laughs> Jizz Pit. God damn it. <laughs> so, Jamie, can if I predict something, uh huh, could could you tell me if it's true or not? I guess so. I mean, they ask you to predict the next episode if you're trying to predict a future episode or something. I am. Um, yeah. Uh huh. Is it is it as uncreative as the next time we see this guy, he turns Superman into a monkey? No. Oh, okay. I thought <laughs> oh, it was going to be from that literal. Cl- symbol clapping monkey. Like, that's what I'm going to do next time. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> solid, solid guess, though. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of how in your face it was, yeah. 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 This episode's about <laughs> as deep as a puddle, so I figured it was a pretty good guess. <laughs> Not everything has to be a Shakespeare, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it can be just can't we just enjoy ourselves? God <laughs> yeah. says the person complaining the most about the episode. <laughs> if Superman the animated series goes no deeper than this, then oh, it does. Oh, <laughs> We've already seen it. Like honestly, the first three episodes yeah. were like amazing and amazingly deep and like and really artful up. and <laughs> yep, ran out of ideas. <laughs> you know, I'm. I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm leaving. <laughs> uh, okay. We remember we were talking about Superman's. So we're on the Superman's powers, uh, <laughs> which we are so far. We've listed. I'll list them for Joe. We have ultra crush, uh, selective dog listening. <laughs> Purvo vision. <laughs> uh, we have hedgehog slash dreidel powers. That's Ooh. when he spins real fast. Okay. <laughs> uh, the hot look, AKA Superman's eye glue. Hedgehog is probably up on nerd dictionary somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I thought I said I think that I said that it was like that's probably a sex act yeah uh, hard skin uh, big jump slash air bending Superman's bifocal spectacular garlic breath <laughs> light punching <laughs> the macro wave which was a specific episode where the bad guys had a microwave gun that would shoot like radiation blasts at him and before he possibly knew that he could stop it by just putting his hand out he just goes like this and it bounces away oh maybe this will work <laughs> yeah so we're just like oh i'm oh, glad you there. i'm glad that you could do that yeah uh, <laughs> we have light griffey jr which is <laughs> where he can catch and throw back energy uh, and oxy cling where you can hold his breath a long time Uh, as well as his weaknesses there's to be jellyfished i have the real thing underneath oxy cling should just be like the ability to never get a stain on his suit (laughs) yeah (laughs) he does have that yes (laughs) yeah people can't destroy it uh prasinophobia which we figured out was uh the fear of green i think was for kryptonite uh the big suck (laughs) which which we i think you probably coined the big suck on the uh racial ghoul getting his soul sucked out of his body episode uh 
Uh, but that was uh, the Parasite, which is a guy that can just steal your powers by touching you. Uh, Brainiac's microwave hand, where Brainiac held out his hand and a big round microwave came out. It was pretty self-explanatory. And Incubation Heat Lamp, which is red sunlight. This guy's really into microwaves. He is, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, I, should have used the microwave against it. So I think on uh, uh, the hot look <laughs> trademark symbol, a.k.a. Superman's eye glue, the ability to like turn down the strength of that like the what do you what would you call that science man brian uh i think i just call it the look and shave like look toys and, R Us, look and shave like, yeah okay. look and shave <laughs> otherwise it's what gonna be fuck? some kind of like uh heat looking variability i don't know <laughs> is that what we're saying is that look and shave is is the ability to <laughs> <laughs> change how how high or low the heat vision goes i don't know <laughs> <laughs> to put some thought let's into that leave, one let's just leave that for now yeah uh how strong one through ten we give superman and how strong he was we pick an object from the episode uh i mean he didn't really have to do anything he he stopped a car until it became well, bubbles that's became true bubbles yeah that's, that's exactly true. what i thought about is like that is strong he, he was holding back like it was hard to do also I kind of like I took note of that actually and I was like oh wow he's actually having to try to do this like yeah. that's kind of strange <laughs> it's just a car yeah, this super what do you think you are spider-man a little bit weak yeah <laughs> <laughs> Who do you I, think, I think you are, Batman, trying to hold a car? <laughs> I think he's pretty weak. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna give it. I'm just gonna give him a a one office bears out of ten. <laughs> okay, I gotta think about it. I'm also gonna give him a one though. One extra misspelled word on a sheet to be proofread that couldn't be proofread. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm trying to think of like scenes we haven't talked about. I don't think we missed anything. One bag of chicken feed being dropped. One hot girlfriend out of 10. Yeah, I did really like that series of dialogue. It was very like Simpsons-y where they're just like, well, perhaps it's a magical creature from the fifth dimension. He's testing your powers. He's why would you say that? Don't worry about like they're just that was that always remember the scratching up corn. Yeah. What about what about one Superman who doesn't care about his co-workers out of 10? <laughs> yeah, he's like they don't seem to be too upset about it. Yeah. <laughs> Leave them alone. Fuck, I don't know. One McGurk out of ten, is that fine? <laughs> One elementary school recess comeback out of ten. <laughs> yeah. Uh where's Clayface in this? <laughs> he's McGurk. Yeah, he's McGurk, I guess. That's all that really comes to mind. I mean, he's like literally Clayface kind of, but I don't know what Clayface is, but <laughs> he's a Batman villain, shape-shifting big hunk of clay. Uh, I mean, yeah. McGurk works McGurk pretty works. darn well, actually. McGurk, McGurk works. <laughs> Subtitle for the episode. He looks uh, like he works from that sculpture. Uh, oh, I, God damn it. The fucking soundboard. We have a new segment called the baldness hierarchy aka the balderarchy which i'm really glad you're here for joe and uh <laughs> uh it has expert there's a cool song that we play and i'm just uh, it's good ah, sing it he's bald i'm bald, bald we're, we're all bald, bald. but who's the, the baddest bald of all it's james and brian's final call the balderarchy you see okay uh it's mr mcs but what the point of the segment is that we pick we pick all we go through all the antagonists in the episode which in this one that was just him uh, i well, guess McGurk. Also, McGurk. also mcgurk who's more bald though 
I would say Mixiespilic has the capacity to put hair on his head if he wanted to. Did he not have like a couple, like the two Homer Simpson hairs on his oh, head? Oh, he might have, yeah. I think he did. So maybe it's McGurk. <laughs> yeah, McGurk. okay. I think we, I, we have to give it to McGurk. <laughs> We're double McGurkin. <laughs> he was Clayface and the winner of the Polder Arcade. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so now I'll, I'll put uh, McGurk one we so our candidates so far lex luthor the toy man parasite metallo brainiac preserver serpent dark side phantom zone monster promethean weather wizard livewire dream batman and mcgurk lex luthor is pretty fucking bald yeah but I'll so are that. all these other guys <laughs> it was like the whole point i was, it was like we started this off I, I had in my head like oh there's more bald uh, superman villains Wait, waiting for jeff bezos to come up yeah but then now we're just adding even more yeah. Uh, it was this episode books or hip hop, Joe? Uh, hip hop. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. It had uh, quite the energy to it. And it's like Danny Brown hip hop. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. unhinged. It's a wordplay episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, top 10. No. Number see, one. This is where we disagree. <laughs> uh-huh. This is, uh, uh, this is your see. on leather wings, I can tell. This is my on leather wings. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to figure out how high up I want to put I'm it. Just saying you're saying how high, and I was thinking that the bottom 14 doesn't really matter the order, so you can just put it anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, it has to be unanimous to put it on the bottom, so I'm sorry about that. That's really unfortunate. <laughs> or am I, I outvoted because Joe's here? <laughs> I don't think it can be on someone's top 10 and be on the bottom have we had this happen before is there a, how, is there an even amount of episodes uh there's 52 yeah what it can't be the middle one <laughs> the middle 10 <laughs> we've talked we've talked about that for so long that we should have been doing that from the start but it's okay uh i don't know i mean is that we so this is the, i think this is the first time at least in a very long time that like we've disagreed this hard on an episode so I feel like because we didn't no, put we don't, on leather wings no, on I mean, the, the bottom. The, the no. rule is that it has to be unanimous, yeah, okay, and it's not. Right, so okay. it, it doesn't need to go on there. I just well, I'm putting would it absolutely put it in there. <laughs> You're wrong. You're crazy. Everyone I hates can't you. Believe, Everyone disagrees. I'm I right. I can't believe you'd kick off an, a single episode for that. That is again. <laughs> I don't even as remember an what I just remember. Episode? Identity crisis. <laughs> the Bizarro episode. It's gone. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Man, again, as, a, as like a Looney Tunes episode, as um, as a Freakazoid episode, like yeah, totally. Like it's it's unhinged, it's ridiculous. Like totally what I expect. I can't rate this like as a Superman episode. It's not a super. It's just I don't know something else. You're well, all right, Joe. What do you? What do you? Are you 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 have to. It's number one. It's <laughs> well, the only on. episode I've hang seen. On. No, no. You have the Demon's Quest Part One, oh. the Demon's Quest Part Two, and then we don't. We never asked you back way back when last year. Where does where does Avatar go compared to those? Do you even remember? No. Yeah. Did <laughs> okay. I see? Didn't I miss that one? No. Oh. You missed Showdown. Okay. So, <laughs> oh, I, I fucked up. Someone had said that because you missed the Jonah Hex episode, which was what that was, that I was supposed to refer to you as Jonah this entire time, <laughs> but I totally forgot to. Oh, well. Joe, where do you put this? <laughs> uh, the bottom. Okay. <laughs> do you want to give it a number? Uh, what's the bottom number? Ten. I mean... <laughs> The BTAS podcast guy gave his episode a fifth, number 15. Ooh, so that's let's true. Give it. You can do whatever number you want, I think. It's the most like insignificant number. 
It does have a Gilbert Gottfried, though. 68. 27. We're almost there. <laughs> 27. Okay. <laughs> My thing that I brought. Oh, yeah. Joe brought a thing. So I thought it'd be fun to do like a little bit more trivia for both of you. <laughs> Okay, so I have, I don't I don't know what this is that Joe. I saying. have two trivia questions for like one two for each of you. <laughs> okay. okay. Um forgive me if I pronounce some things wrong, but <laughs> yes, um, but like. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh so I'm going to start with James if that's okay. <laughs> no. Uh and I'm hoping that these factoids are correct as well. Some of them will be on topic, some of them will not. Uh Superman's general given date of birth is February 29th. Clark Kent says June 18th, the day his rocket landed on Earth. What was Superman's date of birth on the Kryptonian calendar? God, damn it. I have no idea. <laughs> what I, take a I mean, I'm going to guess it's not a Earth calendar thing. I, I, Pro- I actually correct. know this one. Oh, oh my yeah, god. I don't think so. What's the joke, Brian? <laughs> Pants 27. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was the other one? The George or whatever. Re- it was those George were, were Relish good. and Pants for the <laughs> yes. calendar months. That was funny. That was really funny. The, the See, an- this episode's good, you idiots. The answer is the 35th year of Yurks. Year 9998. I believe you. <laughs> I don't know. Do you know that word? Yorks, yeah, okay. I don't know. <laughs> Does that sound familiar at all to you? <laughs> nope. Okay. Ah, That's a good one. That's him. a good one. Okay, Brian, your question. Okay. What is the powerhouse of the cell? <laughs> <laughs> You're not even going to ask him. <laughs> I know this one. It's not mitochondria, though. Oh, that's this, this whole big thing where it's like not like that. Like <laughs> that's like some... it's a misnomer, and I can't remember why. So the, the answer you're probably looking about. for is mitochondria, but it's actually yeah. some other some other Did related he, thing. Don't throw your ribosome shit at me. <laughs> Gatorade, I think Gatorade's the powerhouse. Yeah, Gatorade, <laughs> my cells. Yeah. Okay. All right, James, you ready for your uh-huh. next question? I just know. Okay. The Bizarros, imperfect uh-huh. duplicates yeah. of Superman and his friends, yes. had their own cube-shaped world yes. and their own peculiar chant. Yes. Recite the Bizarro chant. code. I don't know the chant. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like we am Bizarros something something caveman speak type of dialect? You have the correct sentiment, <laughs> but it is not. Brian, do you know? No. <laughs> uh, us do opposite of all earthly things. Us hate beauty. Us love ugliness. Is big crime to make anything perfect on Bizarro World? <laughs> Can this be the new national I'm f- anthem? Fucking getting James here. This one, <laughs> you really this are. Yeah. Uh, and I have one last question for Brian as well. Bring are you it. prepared, Brian? No. Okay. But bring uh, it. This one. This one. I uh, did some direct quoting from Wikipedia on. So you'll have to. Oh, I don't know if real. we have to cite anything, but yeah. uh, sick. Uh, this is a Superman question. Oh. So you sh- I don't know it. We'll see. <laughs> Superman is a superhero who appears in American comic books published by DC Comics. Yeah, the character was created by writer Jerry Siegel and artist Joe Shuster and debuted in the comic book Action Comics number one, cover dated June 1938 <laughs> and published April, April 18th of 1938. Superman has been adapted to a number of uh, other media, which includes radio serials, novels, films, television shows, theater, and video games. All of this being said, what letter is faced on the front of Superman's suit? Uh, you know, Joe, I know you're doing this as like a joke, but technically, 
<laughs> Technically, it's not an S. It just looks like one. Is that what you're going to uh-huh. say, Jamie? Yeah, it's the Kryptonian, the House of L seal. Yeah, we're in America. <laughs> it's, it's an, an S. S. Was the answer? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, those are my trivia questions. Thank you, for you Joe. Guys. Thank you. Very good. Very good. Joe, you must bring trivia to your your that'll be guest my appearances. my thing yeah. now. Okay, yeah. I can do that. <laughs> Welcome to Mail, where Welcome. the soundboard might work. <laughs> uh, if apologies in advance, if because I don't know what actually is recording and what's just what I'm and Brian and I are hearing, but uh, apologies in advance if something just goes yeah in the middle. That's not me doing that uh, vocally just now. That wasn't that wasn't actually the soundboard. I don't know if what I thought that was that a was, soundboard. Yeah, it was an impression of the soundboard. Amazing. Yeah. Don't spill tea on your soundboard, people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Don't mm-hmm. put a drink. I, I even like. <laughs> I felt <laughs> even stupider. Well, not even stupider. Continually stupid uh, to put I, when I had it completely open to try and clean it out uh, a little while ago. I, I was like really frustrated with something, and I'm like, I need a sip of my coffee, and just took a drink of my coffee like over the top of the <laughs> open soundboard. And I'm like, what if, man? What if I just poured it all over? <laughs> I could just do it. It right wouldn't now. be a whole lot different, but no. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, who knows what's wrong with this? Maybe I'll get a new one. Maybe I'll fix it. Maybe I won't. Maybe the podcast will end forever. That's yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that yacht, that one but hey, the buttons work. <laughs> well, kind of. They don't light up at all. <laughs> weekly yacht. Oh, yeah, those. Into the comment box. Ah! There sure was a lot. Now, Jamie's mad. I'm so mad. Too bad we're all. <laughs> I am. Just Dylan Pollock. Uh, if you'd like to, whatever, why? Why? <laughs> I was say, surely Dylan Pollock can fix that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I am Dylan Pollock, so I, I will be able to. Uh, if you, Dylan Pollock, would like to reach out like the fire hand at the end of the Cat in the Claw Part 2, uh, you can send us a brief email, I'm gonna, or a quick email, a, a, a short email. Punctuated. A punctuated email <laughs> with lots of periods and exclamation points and such. Uh, <laughs> Dylan's going to do that next time. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> or a 60-second voice message to batwagonpod at gmail.com. Or leave a comment on today's episode on the Pod Tower YouTube channel. But please do not spoil anything past this episode for Brian. Because if you do, I'm going to cry. And yeah. that's just going to be the whole next podcast, <laughs> just me weeping for an hour and a half. Me ducking awkwardly the whole thing. And you just... <laughs> It'll be our best reviewed episode. I know. Ever. We're really we're reaching our high water mark. <laughs> I think so. Uh, wow. We'll be coming up on in June. We'll be like three years of doing this already. That's not real. Anyway, this comes from Scotty Cameron. Lois Lane found herself in a Diet Riddler's crosshairs. <laughs> it says, hey, yappy dudes. So are you ready for the cape and cow conspiracy of Superman episodes? I love the traps Lightner invents for Lois Lane, even using his car as her car as a death trap. Uh, given the trappy nature of this episode, I left a fitting voice message. What do you think it'll be, Brian? Maybe Saw related? No. It'll have something to do with Saw movies. and. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, yuppie dudes. Oh, what a surprise. I want to play a game. <laughs> For the last three years, you've watched the DCAU and the controversial air date order. We have. Yep. However, given 
the nature of this episode and low science tests. I'm very proud of my apprentice, Mr. Lightnader. Lightnader. I'm taking you on a detour. There. You are going to watch every episode of the DCAU that's like a song. Starting from Cape and Cal Conspiracy and heading into Target. All while in the same laser trap that Lois was in. <laughs> Can you watch them all? Live or die. Make your choice. I'm definitely not Dylan. <laughs> I love those. I love those. Uh, I mean, I, we can. It's whether or not we'll be watching them as a pile of cubes on the floor mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. <laughs> or not. So live, live or fry. I made my choice. <laughs> uh, this is from <laughs> Lenola Cola. Tug on the super cape. This ep was really books. Oh. Uh, <laughs> So we bid 2023 adieu as we look ahead for, uh, to a hopeful 2024. Thus, we finish the year with an episode target, a.k.a. Okay, I didn't have any good nickname for this episode. I'll call Edward El- <clears throat> Edward Leitner the simp man. <laughs> this episode surprised me with its well-made mystery thriller plot. The list of suspects may have been short, but the episode showed some palpable antagonism <laughs> that Julian and Detective Bowman have with Lois, thus placing them in suspicion. I le- you know, Detective Big Lips. You mm-hmm. mean. I legitimately didn't expect Leitner to be the culprit, but Lois's deduction made me rewind to the crucial clue that caught Leitner red-handed. This episode got me thinking, how very books of it. <laughs> I attached my report on all the shell sightings in BTAS, including Mask of the Phantasm and the Sega CD cutscenes, <laughs> plus time codes for all sightings. You can look through it on your off time. And to conclude with my end of the oh year questions... God. Uh, discovered any new artists or added any new albums to your collection. I managed to find the Cowboy Bebop albums with the opening ending songs, hmm. Tank and the Real Folk Blues, uh, the mm. Gold Experience by Prince, and all of George Michael's mm-hmm. studio albums on CD. Mm-hmm. Well, did you did you uh, add any? You, you got that uh, Over the Garden Wall vinyl, right? Oh, yeah. Are we talking just vinyl <laughs> or just new musicians? I don't know. Whatever. Um, You've heard of Steam Powered Giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not a joke uh, that the podcast would know at all. No, but man, it makes me happy. That's that's like day one. <laughs> it is, yeah. Day one of Brian's <laughs> memory being crap. I was just going to say from day one, Brian, maybe day two, Brian already <laughs> forgot that he asked me that question. <laughs> anyway. Um... <laughs> Uh, new musicians. I think we talked about it. Viagra Boys has been like a really cool yeah, discovery yeah. for me this year. Have you had any? You heard of this tattoo? <laughs> All the things she said. <laughs> uh, That's a jam. Oh, Thumpasaurus is is one I've been listening to a lot because of you. Yeah. Uh, Are you coming to the show on the twenty first? Oh, I should. Yeah, you should. I forgot about that again. <laughs> Unforget. Uh, yeah. Okay. When you recorded for Superman Loves Kisses, was a mistletoe set up? <laughs> it was not. But it should have been. Till we up again in the new year. Thank you. Uh, this is Metropolis Mayor Franklin Berkowitz. My dear Metropolizers, I have recently passed the Make Airbag Small Again Act, which gives the city the power to confiscate any car with a huge airbag. Confirming the speediness of your government, we have done so before any major accidents were caused by huge airbags. What's that Commissioner Henderson is calling? Hey, Bill. What? 
Okay. Dear Metropolisians, we have done a, done so after only one near-fatal accident happened with a huge airbag. <laughs> what, what's that, Bill? It wasn't an accident? Someone who was trying to kill that Superman woman? So you put Turpin and Sawyer on the case, right? It's their area of expertise. Oh, they're on vacation. Right. So who did you choose? You gave some guy she's done an expose on the job of protecting her? Oh, maybe that's why he was binoculars-ing her, I guess. To keep an eye on her? It's pretty thin. I don't know. Whoa. <laughs> what? Okay, so like, quick aside. <laughs> Whoa. I've, been, uh, I, I, I've, I've befriended and have been feeding a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> and he's here on the podcast, uh, everyone. Welcome to Squirrel. I named him Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and he likes to eat the treats I leave out for him while watching me through my like glass door. And I noticed in the last like couple of weeks, I'm like, Buddy's kind of chonking up a bit. Like he's getting kind of thick, <laughs> With, like three C's and a G. And I just heard mm-hmm. the like jump from the tree that's kind of over the studio area here onto the roof, and it was like a notable thud. of maybe slightly heavier footsteps than before. Can we say this is canonically the same like squirrel dropping nuts on the roof from like forty podcast episodes ago? Almost yeah. certainly, okay. actually. <laughs> Sweet, uh, Dylan Pollock, Target. James, it's a new day, and I want to stay on the up and up and be a good fellow as you and I, as you good. As you good and gather the mail. Uh, Edward Leitner has left a bullseye playground for Lois, hoping to send her to Cloud Island and create his new favorite day with his made-by-design inventions, which are items you surely can't just get from a market pantry. Long story short, if you haven't gotten it, these are all Target brands. Geez, I gotta explain everything. Okay, thank you. You got it to me. <laughs> it's time for the thoughts of the week from Dylan Pollock on Target, or how I'm gonna react if James and Brian ever don't play my voice clip. Disclaimer, that's not a threat. It's a joke. joke. (laughs) Can we talk about the fact that Clark needlessly spills coffee on his suit when he could have just said, like, gonna go take a shit? He could have said anything (laughs) else. (laughs) Nobody was paying attention to him. Uh Uh, So I I have to talk about when Lois is in the car and he's deploying the airbags and he's in control of the car and he's gonna crash the car and kill her with the crash. I couldn't help but feel terrible with this joke I thought of, but I'm pretty sure this is how the queen killed Princess Diana. I'm sorry, Amish. No, Dylan. No. Maybe stop the voicemails here. Yeah, we're done. Okay, so <laughs> I'm going to rewind a little bit. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. I'm not proud of that, but it could not stop appearing in my head. On a lighter note, it's cool to hear Robert Hayes be serious and threatening since I always think of him as either the guy from Airplane or as the dad in Homeward Bound, but he's in full-on ah. jigsaw mode in this episode, laying traps and trying to kill Lois. But let's get to the question of the week. James' favorite part. Uh-huh. What are you guys going to do when the Op Tower is coming after you? Can you take the Op Tower in fisticuffs the way you took their content and ideas? <laughs> Just the same exact way, yeah. Uh, actually, uh, their new their new episode's pretty good. I haven't listened to the full thing yet, but I, I like the the new intro theme. Uh, <laughs> and Ted Ted uh, said that they're going to show up at the live show and throw eggs at it. Yeah, so. yeah. I told them yeah. to to come inside and throw eggs, and that's actually a tr- I, oh, okay. I suspect they're not listening to this because they're probably like can't afford a spotify subscription or whatever they can't afford headphones yeah uh but uh, I, I i my my thought is that they come inside to throw eggs and then we're gonna be in there with like an egg launcher or something like nastier oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so like it'll just be like you should a, get one of those like t-shirt shooting guns 
for the 12 people that show up. And shoot and it at the Yop point, Tower. Just point blank. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Would you like a Yoppy shirt? Hold open your mouth. <laughs> Should I look up t-shirt cannon rentals? <laughs> the answer is yes. It's actually pretty expensive, I'm sh- I think, for those guns. Anyway, I'll read you uh, Meatballs McGee sent in It's only 300 bucks. Oh, so sorry. Did you want me to say this again? Uh, Meatballs McGee said, 103, baby! Yeah! Dear Jimmy and the Brain, we made it to 103! Woo! Woo! Don't care what anyone says, I like Bizarro. He may be a little... Well, he's a lot of wrong, but he got the right spirit sometimes. Also, he got further with Lois in five minutes than Soup's ever did in like a year. Just something to think about. (laughs) Now on to more pressing matters. 104! Woo! I like this episode. It's interesting to see Lois be actually hunted for what she's been doing like this or what she's been doing like this instead of just being in the wrong place wrong time but I think a future episode does this idea far better all in all a decent mystery see you dudes for 105 Woo! good night and fuck you from big bus thank you <laughs> I think I need to uh, put a new movie on for the boys hang on a sec I'll just be here uh, look at that VU meter that went up to minus 9 that's pretty cool do you know how VU meters work listener is the like for like an animation of like a recording studio there's like the little level things going up and down they used to be like needles but now it's like a electronic like up and down jumpy bar thing anyway that's a vu meter uh i'm using uh logic's built-in compressor which i think is actually pretty good it's a good daw which is like a digital audio workstation it's like how you produce music or record stuff there's a lot of different daws out there Logic's the one I've been using since 2008 when I was working at a Mac dealer kind of place. I, I got a I got a new Mac and I got Logic on it and I was like, this is how I'm going to make electronic music now. And then so I did. Um, this is good. This is good content, right? Okay, I didn't hear anybody saying no. Um, we've been working on a project for like a decade now. It's like a 24 track album that's based on the life of the Tin Man. It's instrumental right now, but I've kind of played around with the idea of adding lyrics because people like vocals more than just like instrumentals a lot of the time oh james is back jamie's jamie's is we'll continue we'll continue our conversation later i was hoping you would just keep saying that and i was just going to start ryan hip's voice message in the middle of it (laughs) 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 to add to the chaos i'm just going to do it now what was the name of lana's shitty ex-boyfriend in the original superman movies oh right brad Mm, suspicious (laughs) thanks for proving my point and making the exact same vaccine joke i had already made brad It's everybody's favorite Targets, or Lois Lane in the case of the disappearing cleavage, or Clark Kent in the mystery of where the fuck my seatbelts go, or Lois Lane in the Great Glass Walkivator. Lois wins the incredibly phallic Excalibur Award, which comes in handy throughout the episode, and in many other ways too, I'm sure. What's great about the villain in this episode being an incel is it's a perfect primer for when you get to Batman Beyond, where every villain's an incel. Seriously, half the villains on that show are incels. I'm dead fucking serious. Especially the most oppressed group of all, gamers. That's actual audio from Batman Beyond, by the way. Trust me, bro. Mm, suspicious. Oh yeah, play along at home. During the week, it was on Leather Wings and Fun and Games and House and Garden, just like the far gone days of the Kennedy assassination. That's right, Lisa. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. You, you never know. know. <laughs> I feel like the, uh, the Excalibur Award's a little too sharp for those activities, but I, I wouldn't know, I suppose. Uh, if you can report back. <laughs> uh, all right we're swapping over to the next one lonella colas for uh mixias pixelated mm. uh happy new year's james and brian from the fifth dimension since target became the underdwellers or everything is bad of estas i hope this episode <laughs> is considered the dreamscape of estas well it was for some people so mixias pixelated aka digit the bird from cyber chase slash santa from billy and mandy save christmas was in the dcau i guess those are other gilbert godfrey i'm uh, our own great gazoo slash Roger Rabbit and Jessica Rabbit. Uh, you got your merry melodies in my Fleischer Superman cartoon. <laughs> yeah, that one is very accurate. Ah, Gilbert Godfrey, could you name a more iconic voice in entertainment? There's plenty, I'm sure of it. And the DCAU crew snagging him as the fifth dimensional being was a smart choice. Although I have to wonder if Godfrey could have been in BTAS, perhaps as Penguin, his voice would fit that design. Ah, uh, maybe. maybe. He'd have to he'd have to manipulate it a little bit, I think. But I also don't think that's his voice, right? Yeah, he's already that's he's putting on a character constantly or whatever. Or was mm. rip. Uh, oh. But there's some. I think it's the fourth fourth Toy Story. Uh, it's been on in the background, and you know it's Randy Newman doing all the music. And there's all there's there's a part where. Uh, the music, I don't remember what the words are, but the music, they're going somewhere, some adventure or whatever, and the it's like boom, 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 boom. And boom, then I just boom. go basement every time. It's, it doesn't continue from there, but it, <laughs> I like it. Uh, and although I inexplicably enjoyed Target, Mixies Pixelated was the stronger episode. Well, I, okay. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'll get back to y'all faster than Gispitlessness's outfit changes. And hopefully <laughs> Brother Broderick will be as accurate as Clark using his heat vision to shave in predicting the next episode. Till we yap again. <laughs> it wasn't the okay, f- was a good furthest one. prediction I've ever had in my life. No. This is the mayor again. Dear Metropolitanians, I have to tell that, uh, has anything happened, Michael? No? Okay. As I was saying, dear Metro- Metropolish, <laughs> it has been a year since any weird shit happened, proving my administration's commitment with, uh, the point is I did something probably. Michael, this is the part where you tell me a square-shaped purple jellyfish is destroying the gummy bear factory or something. No? <laughs> nothing? Really? So we're supposed to do real politics now? Uh, tax reform, I guess. We're expanding the subway to the suburbs up north. No giant ghost confederates or anything? <laughs> you sure? This feels weird. Let me call this guy just to check. Beep, boop, 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 boop. Those are dialing sounds. Hey, Lex, this is the mayor. Uh, wouldn't <laughs> You wouldn't be doing anything illegal by any chance, would you? Come on. You know I can't do anything against you. Might as well tell me. <laughs> Absolutely nothing? You've been taking sabbatical this year? Okay. What about Bruno and his boys? What? A portal to hell? And those super-powered guys are laying low? All right. See ya. <laughs> Let me open the window a minute. Yo, Superman, will you help me a minute? I need to know if there's any weird shit going on. It's the mayor, by the way. Motherfucker never answers. Okay, I guess it's official. Metropolis is a normal city, and I'll be a regular politician from now on forever and ever. Happy New Year. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, this has been a while. Uh, Kale from the Kryptonite Preservation Society. Hey. I'll admit this one is a technicality as it's a person. 
Oh, it makes his face, I guess. Yeah. But when you have so little to work with, you've got to take what you can get. Size, a nuclear warhead. Color, green, gray, and purple. Current location, non-existent. Previously from the fifth dimension, vibe, men in black by Will Smith. <laughs> still, still in Japan, tracking down a possible lead regarding a dragon statue, so wish me luck. Good luck. I've started to make plans to return, and so hopefully we'll see you in March. Until next time, Kale, founder, curator, and director of operations at the Kryptonite Preservation Society. Thank you. Charles Motosierra regarding Mixies Pixelated. For those who did not realize that we have just watched is objectively the best episode of S. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't get any better from here, Brian. If anyone disagrees, I ask you this. Have you seen it? Yes. <laughs> okay. Ryan, I'm usually chill with this kind of stuff, but if you didn't like this episode, I no longer consider you cool. As you are surely a cool person and a fellow Heart of Ice enjoyer, I have it in good faith that this is your favorite episode now. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Updating the how to easily beat your villains list, we have Mixiespilik. Be clever and trick him, or I guess you could just remind him how he could be making out with his girlfriend right now. <laughs> and, <laughs> anyway, Jimmy Boy probably already talked about the parody comics with the people who work on the show, but I ask you this. Do those comics actually exist in the DCAU, or was Mixie? doing a meta joke for the audience and do Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster exist in this universe were they both alive in the 1990s uh, I don't know moving on Dylan Pollock <laughs> uh, Dylan Pollock I'm not spelling out the name of this episode and you know it <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the thoughts from Dylan Pollock on mix six mixes spits Mix six pixelated or give Gilbert Gottfried an Emmy just for being able to make that name sound effortless yeah. <laughs> so turning the Kents into chickens that's just foul. Ah. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> also, how do his eyes, when he does the shaving thing, not destroy the mirror, but do destroy his hair? Uh-huh. And how come his yeah. hair is not super strong, yeah. requiring some sort we of super said scissors? This. Yeah, we it said just doesn't this. make any sense. <laughs> Boy, I really hope somebody got fired for that one. <laughs> oh, man, it's 30 pants already. I got to go. All right, it's time for the question of the week. James' favorite part. Do you guys appreciate episodes that try breaking free of the normal tone, how this Superman is more comedic, or are you like, why is all this comedy in my soups? Let me know. You'll find out by listening to this podcast episode that I prefer, or I don't prefer it, I like it. Brian mm-hmm. apparently didn't. <laughs> it's just, man, I, I, I've been thinking about it. Joe, uh, first of all, I want to mention that Joe said he showed his wife uh, the episode. Yeah. She didn't like it at all. He said he's slightly... He's appreciated it more the second time but still didn't love it or whatever okay okay <laughs> so maybe i don't know that's kind of like i i think yeah. i could be on that boat of just like it's just so shocking like it's uh-huh. it's so oddball it's so out there you don't expect it out at all yeah, yeah. and so like watching it again being like okay this is gonna be chaos maybe <laughs> i don't know like i feel like I, I i like the character but i don't like how they wrote for it Sure. I think I was I was chatting with Joe a little bit about how like yeah the I think I'm in agreement that it starts off strong and then just goes nowhere. But it, like I still like the episode a lot because of how strange and <laughs> different it is. But it, it Joe had said like if this was your first Superman episode, like oh that's a really sucky way to start off or something. And I was like <laughs> I think it's just that you don't you're like oh Superman I know what that is, and then you watch the episode and go like I apparently don't know what that is. <laughs> 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 but I, I'll later on I'll encourage him like hey maybe watch this one also <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> I mean like put uh, put a sock in front of him. Right, exactly. Some of the stronger ones, yeah. Uh, These are comments on uh, Identity Crisis or Superman Loves Kisses. Uh, This is from Euphonium Star Damage Report. Criminal's car tire, section of traffic barrier off cliff, big L on the club building. 
building wall, LexCorp lab ceiling, wrecking ball and crane, drawbridge motor and seam, daily planet globe pedestal, restaurant wall and door, lab go boom, and Lois's leg. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I salute you. Uh, Fiocker Horgan, happy holidays, James and Brian and all the yappy listeners. Have a great festive uh, season that's over now. And remember, if you see a Santa that looks suspiciously like Bullock, please report him to security. He's been showing off his gun and his hydra's back to children. We need to put an end to this as soon as possible. On Christmas Eve, instead of coming downstairs and finding Mom kissing Santa under the mistletoe, it was Superman. Then he kissed me, then the family dog. There's been something bizarre about that dude recently. I just can't put my lips on it. (laughs) I like to imagine he's been bizarro was Superman- you know, in Superman perfect form or whatever for much longer than we saw in the start of the episode. Oh, yeah. Doing a, like two weeks of it. Kissing people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, evil banana baby. Oog oog hag hag. Translation. Three weeks in a row. I live in a comment section on a YouTube channel. You psychopath. Ask banana man or one of their kids for money. Why didn't their landlord come through the banana split in time and space? This is simply not okay. Thank you. Oh. And the banana baby, uh, Goo Goo Gaga, father is still seeming to be missing my prayers to Clayface. I mean, Dylan. No, sorry. I mean, Dylan fucking Pollock. Doesn't <laughs> seem to be working. On an unrelated note, so is Bizarro's suit just his skin? So that means his the his planet, on his planet, the S is nipples? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like the, that version of okay there. LexCorp cares, Jack and Brosnan. It's not weird to kiss Superman. A few months back, Mr. Luthor accidentally tripped and knocked me off the top floor balcony of LexCorp Tower, an honest mistake any of us could make. Superman scooped me up and gave me a smooch. I think it was the moment, that moment I felt like a real citizen of Metropolis. It, obviously, I still hate Superman like we all do, but getting your Superman smooch is just a part of life here in Metropolis. Please try to be <laughs> less judgmental going forward. <laughs> Uh, banana landlord rent you're a month late again again yeah we're we're uh, whatever late to mail shut up i don't care uh super luigi 64 i saw mommy kissing superman <laughs> noah oh you guys forgot to mention superman's new power the super kiss nick <laughs> he's he certainly did it in that episode uh nick Sorensen, me and bizarro nick from bizarro world where anything everything am opposite of your world me no understand this episode. How can Bizarro be cloned when everyone know he am star of Bizarro the Animated Series and critically acclaimed video game Bizarro 64? Oh my God. In fact, me, me am no sure what even doing here when normally I'm subscribed to Yop Tower Database. This am supposed to be failed ripoff channel that got suspended with podcasts from Bizarro James and Bizarro Brian never making it past on leather wings. Until, <laughs> last, until last week, no big ol' whoosh. Me did not just fly away. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Wednesday 209 looks like Jack in the Box and Ben 10 are finally doing Identity Crisis aka can we stop and get some Superman we have Superman at home Superman at home <laughs> let me start off by saying how the fuck did Lois not notice the Superman or more accurately the fake Superman slash Bizarro and Clark look literally the same I mean yes I know that Clark wears glasses and Superman just has the hair curl but come on Lois they have the same face structure and everything mm-hmm. for a news reporter Lois seems to not at all notice the Superman and Clark look very similar literally not one hint of suspicion I'm now convinced that all the people of Metropolis are semi-lobotomized. A truly, that's not how that works moment. One of the few times that I agree with Brayboo <laughs> about the Superman lore. Anyways, folks, stay up. <laughs> you guys kind of look like identical twins. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. Oh, it's, it's just... Uh, Anybody ever tell uh, you that? Just how it works on my planet. I mean, Earth, which is Earth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
Mark Aquino, Target, or hmm, maybe mom was right and journalism school was a mistake. I liked how Clark is getting more clever with his excuses to sneak off and change into his soupy suit, spilling soup on himself because he's Superman. (laughs) Personally, I dug this episode. You do feel a genuine sense of danger when it comes to Lois's safety, uh, even if there are plenty of moments that would evoke the that's not how that works button. This one. I had forgotten who the real culprit behind the attempts on Lois' life was, and once it was revealed, it wasn't that surprising, at least for me. Goddamn incels. <laughs> there was, sure was a lot of talk of kisses last week. Like, damn, Brian, control yourself. There's banana children in here. I had promised to make something special for the end of the year, but unfortunately, I really wasn't happy with what I'd written, so it's going to have to be put on the back burner for a while. Sorry, folks. This was a really odd year for yours, truly, but the best part of it was becoming part of a really great group of friends, which I never expected to happen again for me, but I'm so glad it did. He's talking about us of course and of course still being part of this amazing community of ours never stops being great here's hoping 2023 was a good year for you all and if it wasn't i do genuinely hope that 2024 will be a better one for you Mm -hmm. take care of yourselves and each other try to stay optimistic as our old pal jack Ryder would say and as i said before you're the absolute best never ever forget that well he didn't say before because i skipped that part because i'll read it for the 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 last one uh until next year crash hey what the me want to speak now (laughs) <laughs> that a Taylor Swift reference. <laughs> oh boy, wasn't expecting to end the year on a cliffhanger, but hey, that's this comment section for you. I never quite know what's going to happen next. <laughs> Until next year. Whoa, don't push me out of the way. Yeah. Till last year, big old poop. Me am flying away. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, we have comments from Target or $3 and a Kit Kat. <laughs> uh, this is from Cora Valentine, who's a new one. Welcome. Hey. I think, anyway. Uh, hello from the past, J. Jonah Jameson and brother Rick the Brick Broderick. Hey. I'm <laughs> reaching out to you like the fire hand at the end of the Cat in the Claw Part 2, having only listened up to episode 26. <gasps> bri Bri. Happy 176th birthday, by the way. Thank you. Asked if, <laughs> if any of the listener hadn't commented yet, then they should do so. I'm writing this message as a time capsule for only me. First off, I want to say I really hope all this build up to your first on pod kiss is worth it <laughs> honestly though i think you, i think you guys are annoying and should let that soundboard fella speak more yeah actually i hope by the time i catch up to this episode you both aren't on it anymore and the op tower reigns supreme from on top of the hydra's back i hope you're liking superman bryson toy man is so lame right this podcast has melted my heart of ice with its cool penguin squawks i give this podcast a five stars out of five yaps stay yapping you blew it you jerks by the way the word you were looking for in like episode two was objectifying. <laughs> <laughs> oh hey, my god! Very good. That's very a good. time capsule and a half, right it there. It really is. Yeah, I know. We need some, we need some more of those. Yeah. Uh, Dylan had replied to that. Actually, we kept the names, but the podcast is now just me and Scarlowy one reviewing old Earl the mechanic and what's Jimmy Olsen up to episode. Sorry to disappoint. This <laughs> <laughs> uh, is from Tipped Apricot. Hey. Ah, sound of falling through several dimensional portals. I don't know where I've been or have been. Where I've been or have been. Yeah, that's the same. <laughs> I've been busy. Oh, my God. Uh, this is the only stop I can ensure in this dimension. Oh, God, what do I say? Uh, London fog, more like London pog, James. Enjoy the Earl Grey fading into a closing portal. <laughs> can you imagine yeah, like, <laughs> having like a trans-dimensional travel and then being like, I'm making a tea quip. And then yeah. like take it off again. Yeah, I just got to say this real quick. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, Fiacre Horgan. Manili. Manili. Oh, sorry. I mean, McGurk. McGurk. <laughs> <laughs> Banana Baby. Goo Goo Gaga. Motherfucker. Translation. I can't tell what broke Brian's brain more. My existence or the title of the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Bikanon. I get where he's coming from, but I have a problem with Superman having super mass when his powers are being nullified. Uh, such as when Leitner uses the red sun radiation. If he had had super mass all the time, he'd be falling through floors, ruining bathroom scales, and people would hurt themselves when they accidentally bump into him. Mm-hmm. And I'm sticking with soups having to actively exert his powers. And so when his powers are forcibly shut down, he's basically a dude. So I don't have a problem with a guy walloping another guy and not ruining his hand. Okay. I guess that's a decent explanation. <sighs> yeah. But it, sure. it was, it was a, Usually we see Superman like, oh, I'm exposed to the incubation heat lamp. Uh, I'm slowly shriveling into a normal person. This was just like, power up the Iron Man suit, punch! Like he wasn't ready. <laughs> he yeah. wasn't powered down yet or whatever. But I, that's at least slightly okay. Uh, slightly. <laughs> slightly okay, says Banana Slightly Man. Uh, Euphonium Star, damage report, Clark stained pants, big green glass sword, soft top of Lois's convertible, section of traffic barrier, daily planet roof, daily planet roof's going to be on every fucking list, uh, helicopter, elevator, unknown lightner device number one, unknown lightner device number two, unknown lightner device number three, lightner's window, lightner's roof, lightner's red sun power vest thingy, Lois's jacket sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> This is incredible. <laughs> Keeping good track. Uh, Jungi Fulmer, Brian's reaction to Mixi Ice Pixelated title reveal was something I'd been anticipating, and he absolutely delivered. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Excuse Me Princess Super Show. Between Lois's nighty and Target and Mixie's wife in this, I think it's time to send the BTS crew to the cold showers. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Uh, Namananab KO. Uh, we have Banana mm-hmm. Landlord. It's a free country, not a rent-free country. <laughs> and finally, last first, we have Mark Aquino. Makes you as pixelated, a.k.a. don't you just hate it when your parents become hungry alien monsters? New year, new yap. And we're starting the year off with another favorite of mine, the DCAU debut of McGurk. Come on, we're burning the midnight oil here. Uh, bizarro Mark, can you get rid of this guy, please? Doki Oki, big old poop. He, t- he tackles Mixias <laughs> like, like a football player and crashes out of the room. Ah, that's better. There's just screaming baby. Yeah, there sure is. <laughs> okay, so like before we were talking about like MIDI controllers and DAWs and all that sort of thing. And like the cool thing is that you can... Oh, he's back so soon. Recontinuing where you left off? Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm good. Good. I'll get that later, I guess. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's better. Oh, yeah. Bizarro Mark lives with me now. All I need to do is feed him orange peels and duct tape, and he behaves like a semi-obedient pup. Mm-hmm. FYI, that motherfucker eats duct tape like it's fruit by the foot. <laughs> Anywho, this... <laughs> Anywho, this... <laughs> <laughs> just I found that out that. by accident. I, guess. I want that. I just want that on a t-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> I was just thinking that duct tape like fruit by the foot, and it's then bizarre, just no like explanation. It. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no graphic picture. needed. I yeah, know. Uh, anywho, this is one of my absolute favorite Estes episodes. Of course it is. Late great Gilbert Godfrey was a really inspired choice to play Mr. Meeks. Yes, but like his trademark shrill voice somehow fits the character like a glove. Pair that with some great animation, a terrific musical score, and in my opinion, one of Paul Dini's best scripts, and you get one of the most fun episodes of any DCAU series. Hmm. What if I just hate fun? I think that's probably that's probably it. You know, okay. I try to pull a hair off my tongue. That's fun. Um, I hate it. That is fun. Yeah, please stop. <laughs> Don't pull it th- anything out of your mouth ever again. Pulls fruit by the foot of <laughs> <laughs> Just duct, duct tape. tape. 
Uh, rewatching this episode also reminded me of a weird thing that happened in 2013. I forget if it was to tie in with the theatrical release of Man of Steel or its home video release, but there was this marketing campaign thing that asked how Superman shapes his face if a typical razor wouldn't work. Well, as shown here, all he needs to do is point his heat vision or hot look at a mirror and it'll bounce off <laughs> and laser off his facial hair. I feel like that's the sort of comic booky detail our beloved brother Brian would be frustrated over, but at this point, he better get used to it. Sorry, bud. <laughs> that's the <laughs> other thing. I'm just not used to... Why am I not used to the whole, like, Superman chaos of, like, I don't know, fifth dimension, go! Well, I think it's just, like, I don't know, Batman was a lot less, like, goofy or whatever, and so to have such a goofy episode. I get it. I just think, I think maybe it's, I have the full picture. I watch McSees Pixelated. You have up to McSees Pixelated. You watch McSees Pixelated. Like, that's the difference, I guess, but I don't know. Uh, Boss Biggest Bear Hugs, the number one podcast host, and this year, Multiverse of Ours. Oh, what did he call us last time? I'll at least say that. Uh, it was Junie B. Jones and Birdseed. This time it is Jar of Pickles and Bad Temper. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think, I think you your, are jar of, your Jar of Pickles. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, praise to our Lord and Savior, Dylan Pollock. Keep up the great work on your own podcast. Remember, tell Gab that she rules. She does rule. Likewise, of course, to his loyal disciples, Scarloe One, Batgirl Fangirl, Scotty Cameron, Wensi 209, Tip Tapricot, Key Machine, Jordan, Zane Beatty, Chris Knife, Linola Cola, Juan Pedro, Ashley Touch and Scrudge, the Banana Family, Ryan Hip, and of course, all the awesome sauce list of this yappy community of ours you're the all the episodes of the best never forget whatever i just tried to say hope everyone had a good holiday season and for those who need to hear it lord knows i probably will at some point you deserve to have a great year i know how daunting it can be to make a new year's resolution and to stick to it uh you shouldn't have to if you really don't want to if you feel that you can then that's great if you don't that's okay too did you You deserve to be happy to be loved and to be comfortable in your own skin that's all that matters hope that helps someone anyway james lighten up the mood and read this for me pee pee poo poo farty fart fart jimmy and bri bri they are really smart i believe we are due back in gotham next week better turn on that signal let's make this the obvious year of the podcast yet okay. yeah starting off strong spill a t uh until next week big old whoosh i just flew away what were you gonna say brian do you do you have oh i'm sorry no, I'm <laughs> do you have a, a new year's resolution uh not really i i had a couple of like I'm trying not to call them that because I tend to, ah, this is the thing I'm going to do. And then I don't do it. And I feel really bad, uh-huh. but I, I want, I definitely want to, uh, there's a lot of just random jobs around the house that are so easy to do in an afternoon's time, but we've just put them off, like putting picture frames on the wall, put it like finishing painting this thing. That's that'll take like an hour or less mm-hmm. stuff like that. That's just like, there's like 50 of those things that are just let's do at least one of those a month <laughs> that way it doesn't seem daunting and then it'll it'll just be done and we don't have to think about it anymore so yeah nice dude well if you need an accountability buddy with that you let me know <laughs> okay i mean you got a whole like house to do that too so <laughs> oh my god i know but the painting is like mostly done now the flooring yeah. guys are in there today and tomorrow Ooh. okay uh are they changing up that like diamond tile floor in the big room (gasps) oh no (laughs) i just realized i meant to take pictures of uh all the linoleum like before yeah (laughs) oh it's too late now you idiot uh, yeah probably maybe not i'll go well, you sent me up. a couple pictures of the house like not you could just try to replicate those angles later or something yeah no it's all good well brian and i just had a really uh well, wow. nice long conversation about uh, the meaning of life that we'll, we're just going to cut that out. Yeah, you know, it. we definitely know, solved everybody some problems. Everybody knows. Yeah. Dogs, why are you bark? The bark, bark. 
They know. They're like, stop doing this. <laughs> you need to share <laughs> the meaning of life. <laughs> stop keeping it from the listener. <laughs> uh, here's back to the future, past, whatever. Whoa, 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 whoa. Joe. Here's Joe again. Okay, Brian, I'm going to tell you the name of the next episode. Okay. I'm feeling pretty good and- with all my, uh, my guesses here, so bring it yeah okay this one's not a garbled mess of gibberish like this one was so it should be helpful so it's a batman episode yes it is yes! <laughs> it is a batman episode <laughs> it's called <laughs> you're already so excited it's called sins of the father sins what do you think happens in sins of the father okay hold up hold up i, I i'm like i feel like i'm i i have the batman naming convention <laughs> a little bit better the father. okay is there a bad guy we've seen before? Yes. Is it his father? <laughs> Nineteen <laughs> questions remaining. <you> know. <laughs> I feel like it's it's not gonna be it's not gonna be about Bruce's dad. Like it's not his Correct. father that's referring to. Correct. Who is someone that in our first new Batman Adventures episode was a like what the fuck? Who's that? kind of guy i i can't recall off the top of my head <laughs> oh you mean the character the father <laughs> the father yeah. father man <laughs> uh there was a little boy why the fuck is he a little boy robin man? yeah yeah mm-hmm. oh is this gonna be a robin's parents episode yeah yeah kind of yeah okay <laughs> who do you think the bad guy is uh the bad guy that was in the original <laughs> <laughs> no 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 this is a new new robin new little boy robin Oh, so there's a new little boy Robin's parents. Has wait, has new <laughs> yeah. little boy Robin's parents also been killed? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, it's about math. It's signs. Like sine, cosine, tangent. Signs of the father. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. We have Joe here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's the tangent of the father. Yeah. I'm, guessing, I'm guessing that it's going to be uh, a villain that Clayface is dressing up as. Oh, okay. Yeah. You yeah, got the face part, right? Two-Face? Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. All right, cool. Well, <laughs> hopefully by next episode, I'll have the soundboard fixed, but I won't. So thanks for joining us, Joe. <laughs> Glad you could be here and not hear the Balderarchy song. Next time. Yeah. Yeah, what's, the, what's our new rule? I mean, we, we're adding rules for Joe's algorithm here. We have mixed guest but like episodes on top of Rachel Ghoul episodes. Any, Any episode, episode where Superman like barely uses his powers? <laughs> Any episode where Joe has a day off and can come over and do it <laughs> is really the, really what it is. <laughs> yeah, I'll leave that. I'll leave that up to you. You have a better idea of what's coming in the future. It could always just be the yeah. most oddball episodes because I also feel like the Joe has <laughs> uh, been here for some of those. Yeah, 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 and just like the the Baja Blast of Doom or whatever. <laughs> up that, like just the weird. Well, I forgot episodes. to. I don't think I've said on the podcast, but like uh, that shitty <laughs> Lazarus Pit drink that we made at your. It house. wasn't that bad. It, it wasn't that. Bad. It was really unhealthy. But uh, <laughs> Jessica's dad got me uh, like book of cocktails based on like batman things and oh, nice. villains and stuff for christmas so <laughs> we're gonna have to go we'll through have to make that those. <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe in big bus we can make some for a podcast episode or something there Hell was one yeah. called the lazarus uh but it wasn't anything close to our like 
green apple energy drink plus <laughs> uh, it wasn't that bad <laughs> it was yeah it tastes i think we said it tasted like apple cider because we heated it up also to be like boiling lazarus <laughs> boiling mountain dew or whatever yeah yeah that's anyway, so good <laughs> yeah thank you this is the end of the podcast sweet cats up good job You're everybody we did it we did it we can leave now <laughs> We can only go away when Joe says Brian's name backwards twice. Hmm. Eli, Elinam Nierb. <laughs> <laughs> Brian has to say it twice to go away, I think. <laughs> There's no way that I would say Kebert that Sella. twice. <laughs> no, not even once, I don't think. I could trick you into doing it. Yeah. All right, bye. Fuck off. <laughs> That's how we send Alex Trebek back to the fifth dimension. <laughs> Where he belongs. Oh, you, you, I'm not done with you! Not by a long shot! I'll find a loophole somehow, someday! You know, now that you're stuck here, you'll just have to find some other way to pass the time. Mmm. Hey, this isn't so bad. Jump on the Batwagon is hosted by the Watchtower Database. Subscribe to our YouTube channel for DC Animated Universe videos on a regular basis. This podcast is edited and produced by yours truly, James Strecker. Musical themes by Kimmy, Cooney, Phoenix, Viltzu, Eric LeBeau, Jordan Blumen, my mother, and of course, my smooth co-host, Brian Brother Broderick Manili. To buy us a yappy beverage and hear your name read in a future episode, or to nab yourself a yappy dude t-shirt, please visit the links in today's show notes. Thank you for supporting the show. You can hear more on today's DCAU episode by checking out our friends over on the DCAU Review and Tim Talk podcasts. Please leave us a five-star review on your app of choice you'll damn well hear it read on the show. If you'd like to reach out to us like the fire hand at the end of The Cat and the Claw Part 2, you can email batwagonpod at gmail.com or leave a comment on the pod tower. New episodes of Jump on the Batwagon are released Fridays on all your favorite podcast feeds and watchtowerdatabase.com. And we'll see you next episode, same pee-pee time, same poo-poo channel.